1: Welcome back to another episode of the get more success show. I'm your host, Warwick Merry. Now today we are talking to someone all the way from Singapore, originally from Canada, I believe now based in Singapore. Uh, he has look what he doesn't, what there is to know about selling. If he doesn't know it, it's not worth knowing. Would you please welcome to the show? Tom Abbott. Welcome.
0: Hey, Thank you, Warwick. Good to be here.
1: Hey, I'm going to start off with a question. I ask everyone who comes on my show and that is how do you define success?
0: Oh, I love that question. And, you know, you'll get different answers from different people. And um, I think for me, what defines success is family. That's what defines success is family. If you're, you're happy, if you're taking care of your family, if you're spending a lot of time with family, um, that's a successful life.
1: Okay, great. So how does
0: that... <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me elaborate, Warwick, because your response was a tad underwhelming. So <laughs> you're like, oh, is that... Is that yeah, it?
1: But it's good. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's and as you say everyone's different. So yeah. was, So let thinking, me tell you why.
0: Okay. Let me let me tell you why. Um, look, I've been I've been doing this for a long time. So I've been running um, a successful uh, sales training company and we do motivational sales keynotes. I've been doing this for about 18 years. Started in Canada in 1999, moved to Singapore in 2008, so 2008. So for the last 8 years or so, we've just been, you know, smashing it across uh, the Asia-Pacific region, uh, Western Australia. I'll be going to uh, Gold Coast next week, and um, uh, Dubai, India, China, all over. But at the end of the day, there's a reason why I do all of this. So I do love people, I love training, I love travel, I I love all of that. And for me, I do this for my family. I mean, I've got a, a beautiful, amazing wife, I've got two awesome kids, and I work so hard them because you take them out of the equation and then it's just the tom abbott show and what do i need do i need a maserati do i need a, a lear jet like do i i need these things you see these instagrammers and they're like posing in front of these so i don't i don't need that right yeah. and it doesn't make you happy why do you think those guys buy five of them because they buy four and they're still unfulfilled right yeah. they don't have anyone to share it with these guys are like renting models to be in their videos anyway let me i'm not going to get off but the bottom line is I don't know if they're truly happy. So to me, success is happiness and happiness is being around people that love you and that you love. And, um, you know, just today, um, you know, we're doing this interview. I was a couple minutes late because I I took my boy to school. How do I take my boy to school? On my bike, not my motorbike, my bicycle. So I got one of those kind of cute little European bikes and I got the basket, you know, the wood basket crate in the front and i got this you know kid seat in the back and i just take my boy with me to school my office is across the street i embody work life balance yeah correct. i don't just talk about it i live it so for me that's success bro
1: cuz that's interesting because some people talk about i do this for my family in the terms of i'm building a cash uh, pile of money or a pile of assets for my family in the future i don't see my family but what you're saying is i do it so that i have the flexibility so i can actually spend time with my family watch my kids grow, spend time with my wife, who I love because that's my meritor. So that's yep. what you're talking about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So look, um, part of it is, yes, you know, building, you know, a sustainable future for our family, you know, yep. a legacy, you know, so that there's some resources, some assets, some money in the bank for my kids. I mean, that's what we, what we all want, but I'm not going to defer or delay enjoying my life with my kids for this hope for the future. Right, Because something that I've heard, and I've seen this, this meme on Facebook, and I'm sure you've seen it too lately, is you've got this, this kid that's tr- trying to, he's tapping his father on the shoulders, like, dad, dad. And the kid's like, not, the dad's like, not now, not now. Kid gets a little bit older. He's like, dad, dad. The father's like, son, not now, not now. Dad, dad, son, not now. Fast forward 15 years, and the, the dad is like, hey, son. And the kid's like, dad, not now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the Cat Stevens song, you know, cats in the cradle kind of thing all over again. So, uh, for, for your family and your business and your level of success, what was it that made you move from Canada somewhat cold to Singapore, somewhat moist and hot and humid?
0: <laughs> like, was that family? Was that a family thing or a business thing? That, like? that was a family thing. So uh, there's a theme here, right? So, my my wife Elaine, who was my girlfriend at the time, she was an interior designer back in Canada, and things were slowing down around two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Yeah. And the company that she was working with, um, you know, we really didn't see a future there. So we had some friends that were visiting us from Singapore, that just you know dropped an idea to Elaine and said, "Hey, um, Singapore is rocking and rolling. They're doing this big project, Resorts World Sentosa. I think they're looking for some designers." So long story short. Elaine took that job. Our plan was you go to Singapore, try it for a month or two. If you don't like it, come home. If you do like it, I'll join you yeah so I followed two months later as soon as she got there at the condo that she was staying at at the time there was tennis courts a pool she showed me a video it's like Tom you're gonna love it here Cause I'm a tennis nut right <laughs> okay and of course she shows me this video in like December when yeah. it's winter time in Vancouver yeah, yeah and I'm yeah. like babe I'm booking the first flight over there <laughs> and then the rest is history so I, right. I got to, to Singapore in, in December I think it was December 10th yeah I wanted to make sure because I was a trailing spouse at the time. I mean, that's that's the terminology. I was the trailing partner. She's the one that had the job. I left everything in Canada. I had nothing in Singapore. But I wanted to make sure that I had a reason to get off that airplane. So I booked my very first speaking engagement in my basement suite apartment from Vancouver, my first gig in Singapore. So I got Mm -hmm. off the plane December 10th. My first engagement was like mid-Vet.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, and then yeah. the rest
0: is history from there. I got noticed by a, a couple of people that invited me to do something else. And then it just spiraled from there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And um, recently you've spoken throughout Asia on a 10 city road, show for, <laughs> I don't even know how to talk. My, my mind's just a bit bogged at <laughs> the moment. So a 10 city road show. And one That's of those, right. it was like 10,000 people in the audience.
0: Uh, that was just one audience. So, yeah, I so, one,
1: a, I so one audience yeah. of 10,000 people, yeah.
0: That's right. So I just I just uh, completed a 10-city speaking tour yeah. uh, across Indonesia. Some cities that I, I mean, I'm, I'm well-traveled, but there were some cities I'd never been to, had never heard of before, that are actually very hard to get to. You have yeah. to fly through Jakarta, which is the capital, in order to get there. Uh, so I did a 10-city speaking tour for a huge financial services company, uh, 10 cities, about 20,000 plus agents I was able to reach. And then one of those cities was Jakarta, which is the capital. And there mm. were 10,000 people in the audience.
1: Wow. So as a, as a speaker, cause you do, um, coaching, speaking, consulting and a whole lot of stuff within your business. So as a speaker, is that like a, a, a key success point for you having an audience that large?
0: Uh, dude, that is, that's the milestone. That is, that's something that, uh, you know, I've always wanted. Uh, nice. it's a career, it's a career achievement. It's an, it's a massive accomplishment in the same way that, you know, a lot of us want to, uh, write our first book. We talk about it. Few do it, I've written two books. Yep. Um, so, so it's one of those things where you're like, yes. So when we define success, it's also how do you, how do you push yourself to achieve your goals? So, um, you know, having, you know, published two books, you know, that's a success for us. Um, speaking to 10,000 people, I only know of maybe, you know, two or three people personally in in Singapore that, that have spoken to an audience of that size. So it's not a bragging thing, but it's sort of like, that's, you know, the, the epitome, if I can use that word of professional speaking, you, you, you know, it's like rockstar, man. Like literally (laughs) you cannot see the back of the hall. It's like that. Awesome. It's super, super cool. The energy, you can't describe it. It's, 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 it's amazing. So that was a huge, huge, huge win
1: well done. Hey, so let's talk about your business for a moment and talk about success in your business. So how do you measure success in your business? Like, so naturally success in life is very, very tied to mm. your family, which is fantastic. So in business, do you at the start of each year set a goal for like this year, I want to achieve these kind of things or how, how do you set that up for yourself?
0: Yeah, that's an awesome question, uh, Warwick. What we, what we do is every year, and we, we just did this a couple months ago, is we'll have a planning meeting, with our massive team of two, uh, that's myself and Elaine. <laughs> so we're a husband-wife team. We've been, we've been working together for about six or seven years, which is mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, very few couples can actually uh, work together full-time, but it just it works for us. My parents worked together. I worked in my dad's business for a couple, you know, two decades. So yeah. it just, it's natural for, for us. Yeah. Um, but we define success. Uh, you know, every year we set we set goals. We set targets around, uh, you know, income, profitability. Um, how do we want to scale this company? Uh, make sure that we're aligned in terms of our vision for this company. You know, do we see the same thing? Do we envision SoCo sales training going in the same direction? And what is that direction? And we set our priorities for the year, maybe three to five priorities, you can have tons of goals, but if you're like me, you have all these goals and they don't always get done. So you got to set big picture priorities and then some of the the goals will come from that as far as the tasks. And then we just, uh, press go. Yeah.
1: Great. So uh, interesting. You work with your wife. I, um, I did that with my first business and my first wife (laughs) and consequently Uh with my second wife, not going to happen. Uh, so, what what are the role to make that work do you have different roles in the business is there like this is my area that's your area don't
0: butt in? back off yeah. yeah uh elaine is the director of operations so she handles all the operations the the the, the finance uh, marketing um all the automation the admin all of that stuff the back end office stuff for lack yep. of a better term she is the she's the boss and that's her show yeah. i have input i have say i mean i'm the founder of this company and i'm the face of the company so obviously i have input but at the end of the day i'm not hovering over her shoulder going that's a bad font right. uh, take it out it's not yeah, my yeah. job that's her job yeah. because i have to focus on three key things so i'm the i'm the, the the director of sales yeah so that's my role so i focus on uh business development sales prospecting i'm meeting with clients i'm the face i go to the meetings the presentations I'm the face of this company. I'm the one who closes the deals. So I'm sales. I'm also delivery. So I'm obviously the keynote speaker and the principal trainer. We've got a couple of trainers we've worked with on project basis if need be, but I'm your, I'm your man. I'm the guy. And then finally content creation. So I'm the guy that writes the books, writes the blog post. it creates the methodology, the framework of our sales training program.
1: Right, right. Um, so with, with your business coming from Canada, how did you go shifting cultures? Because Singapore and the Asian culture is very different to do business with. And each culture within Asia or Southeast mm. Asia is different. Like there are all these, you know, you'll, we stereotypically will understand, you know, your business card with two hands and lots of polite tea sure. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. how did that go? Because that must be coming from the North American perspective, which is a bit more brash and open to a more reserved Southeast Asian how has that impacted on your success?
0: Well, I think I think I've been—it's um, a combination of hard work and luck. So I think uh, I've been lucky in terms of genetics, in the sense that um, people mistake me for anything. So I'm kind of like this this mutt. So I mean, I can go to—I go to India and they look at me and they go, "You're not quite Indian, but maybe are oh, you from Pakistan?" Right. Yeah. You know, I can go to Dubai and people are like, oh, they they, they can relate to me. I go to Malaysia, I go to Indonesia, and, and they're like, My brother, you know. Yeah. And they they know that I'm not from there, but maybe there's something that I'm not like this, you know, pure white, pasty Casper ghost guy. Yeah. yeah. Where there's there's a, a at least a bit more of a connection, but they still know that I'm Western. So you've got that Western allure. Yes. But kind of uh you know what I'm saying? Kind of a global allure, but like a local um, kinship, if that yes. makes any sense. Um, plus, I, I've always been very well-traveled. So I'm not one of those dudes that, like, doesn't have a passport, right? That's just yeah. flown straight out of, you know. Like, I've always been well-traveled. So um, I tend to blend well with different cultures, and, and I dig it. I love being with different people, so I think people sense that. Singapore, as a starting-off point for us, as, as our base, was a very fortunate and wise decision for us to stay here because a lot of people refer to Singapore as Asia light or Asia 101. Yeah. yeah. So you've been here. So it's, it's yeah. the best of both worlds It's East meets West. So it's a really great place for you to really get your feet wet if you want to do business in Asia. And then you can kind of get used to it and see if it's for you. If it is, then you can start branching off into some of the other countries, whether it's Thailand, Indonesia, Malaysia, Philippines, Brunei, you know, kind of go Hong Kong, start spreading your wings a little bit. Yeah. But having done this in Asia for eight years, I've obviously been exposed to all of those different cultures. Our work with sales teams is mostly the regional sales team. So I'll have someone who does a regional sales kickoff in either Phuket or Latin Cowie or something. And they're bringing in guys from all over the region. So I mean, every day, I'm dealing with people from different parts of Asia. So it's, it's just second nature now.
1: Yeah. Okay. So uh, obviously it's it's probably taking you these 18 years running your business to be an overnight success, of course. Yeah. Uh, So what do you wish you'd known? What are the say three of the things that you wish you knew way back then that would have helped you on your journey to success?
0: Wow can you give me a day and a half? I'll get back to you. <laughs> no, man, that's, that's an awesome question. So, you know, things that if I knew then, what is it? If I knew now, yeah. what is it? If I, if I how, how does that damn expression go?
1: <laughs> so it's like, what do you know? What do you wish you knew then that you know now that would help you set yeah. you up for success earlier?
0: Earlier, you know, when I go through, when, when people ask me my story, right? So obviously I've condensed it a lot here today. When people ask me my story of all the different milestones and the steps that we went through to get to where we are now from the beginning in Singapore, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't change anything at all. I wouldn't change anything because that worked for us. Yep. And with a few minor tweaks, that's a, that's a formula that people could replicate. What I would do though, is I would have reached out to other speakers sooner, to learn and to ask questions. Okay. Um, okay. I think sometimes uh, speakers, in particular, but also just some business people, we tend to uh, work in silos. We're very lone wolf. We're very independent. We think we have all the answers. We kind of try to chart the course on our own. Um, and, and what's what what's sad is that we are so good that we're often right about that. <laughs> And we do finally stumble and bumble and find our way to success. But we could shorten that learning curve if we yeah. just kind of reached out. If we had the humility to, to reach out and say, hey, bro, I need some help with this. How do you do this? How do you do that? Like, so I'm, I'm one of the first guys. Like, a lot of people are haters. So yeah. they'll see a successful person. They're like, oh, I can't stand that guy. Yeah. I'm like, I love that dude. And how can I learn from that?
1: person? Okay. Great.
0: That's how I operate. Yeah, how can yeah. I learn from that person? And just go out, you know, with, with you know, all humble and just, just be curious. Because when people ask me, I'm, I'm flattered and I want to help. Yeah, yeah. So just, just, I would ask for help sooner. That's okay. what I
1: would do. So what's next for the sales optimization company and, and for the mm. Tom Emmett family unit? Because, uh, mm. you know, they seem to be quite intertwined. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so so what's, what's next for you guys?
0: What's next is um, we're, we're going live with a big launch of our online sales training program in a few short weeks. Right. So we've recorded, as you, as you can see, or we're yeah. actually in our studio right now, and we've just um, wrapped up recording. We have to record a few more because uh, we want to improve some of them today. Um, but we've got about 40 or 50 videos, bite-sized learning, micro content, uh, that populates we've about fifty lessons in a seven-module online sales training program that we're going to market to individuals, but also our corporate clients. Correct. So that's a way that we can scale the business. It's Tom, not their income that yeah. allows us to add value to our customers. Learning on the go is the way to go. Um, it will never replace live-in-person training, but it sure as heck complements it and 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 enhances it. So. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're launching that full bore in the next few weeks, and that's going to allow me to have more time to spend with my family.
1: Fantastic. And as you and I have said, so many companies go, look, we wanted some kind of cultural change. Can you come in for an hour and teach it so we can change things? <laughs> Whereas this micro learning that you talk about is it's that just-in-time learning. Oh, I need to learn how to sell to this kind of person. How do I close this kind of deal? Or what are some yeah. of the language I need to use? So you can look for that specific oh, I'm on, lesson. I'm on-
0: I'm on my way right now to a sales meeting, yeah. what are the top three things I need to ask this prospect?
1: Yeah. Great. Boom.
0: Open it up on your phone, watch the two minute video, read the little cheat sheet notes and you're ready to close.
1: Fantastic. That sounds so exciting. Hey, Tom, thank you so much for your time today. If people want to get in touch with you and also the sales optimization company, what's the best way for them to get in touch?
0: they can, you know what they can just go on google and type in sales speaker singapore or sales trainer singapore and we dominate that whole first page Fantastic. Uh, one of my buddies this was a joke one of my buddies just took out his google phone and he and he just did something on android which was like best sales speaker singapore or something and it the only thing that came up <laughs> was tom abbott and he said bro Google says you are the answer to that question. I thought that was fricking hilarious, but all kidding aside, um, you can just find me across all social media platforms at Soco selling, S O C O selling.
1: Great. Tom, thank you so much for your time today.
0: Hey, pleasure, buddy. Thanks.
1: You've been listening to another episode of the get more success show. Thanks so much for your company today. We look forward to you joining us next time. Thanks for listening to the Get More Success Show with Warwick Merry. Continue the conversation with other successful people over at getmoresuccess.com. That's where you'll find all the show notes as well as a link to our Facebook group that we'd love for you to join. Getmoresuccess.com is also where you'll find all the information you need to connect with me, your host, Warwick Merry. Thanks for listening and we hope you can get more success.